Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful. Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple years and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting. I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It is called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start one. You can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. Hi guys, it's Trinina Mapola and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. Happy freaking Tuesday, you guys. Um, we're back with another episode and I'm really pumped for this episode today because 
I really wanted to talk more about this topic for a while because I honestly get questions about this all the time. People asking me, what are the differences between Texas and LA? And this episode is going to be a little bit more of a conversational one, just a little bit more chill, relax. Um, normally, the episodes I do are very advice giving or scripturally based or anything of that sort. But I definitely want to make sure that here and there, I'm mixing in episodes that are just fun and chill, and you guys can just hear me and a friend talk, and hopefully it sounds like you're just sitting in the room with us, hanging out. Um, so for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the difference between Texas and LA. It's with a friend named Dror, and him and I both went to UT together, and then we both moved out to LA together. So I thought this would be the perfect person to bring on for today's episode. And I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. And if you guys like today's episode, just let me know on the happy and healthy Instagram. That is happy and healthy podcast. That's the Instagram handle. And I'll have drawers Instagram linked um, as well below and mine. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode and enjoy hanging out with us. And let's just get right into it and introduce Dror. All right, you guys, welcome back to Happy and Healthy. Uh, happy, happy Tuesday. I'm so excited for today's podcast because this is actually one I've wanted to do for a really, really long time because people actually ask me this all the time. Like since I'm from Texas and I moved to LA, they've always been like, what is it like? Like, why Why would you move there? What are, what are the big major differences between Texas and LA? And I actually brought on a very special guest that's the most perfect person to discuss this topic with me. His name is Dror. Welcome, Dror. Thank you so much, Janine. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Um, why don't you kind of just go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce my listeners kind of who you are to me also. Cool. Yeah. So my name is Dror. I'm a singer originally from Houston, Texas. Um, and I went to the University of Texas at Austin. And about a year and a half ago, I moved to LA, where I've been releasing music and, and kind of just grinding out here. Yeah. And he actually just released a new song. It's called Six Feet Apart. Is that correct? It is. Thank you so much. Yeah. I dropped it last Thursday, um, a few days ago. So really excited that's out. Uh, I'm so excited for you. It's an incredible song and it's just so obviously relevant for what happened in 2020. And yeah, so you definitely all go check that out. I'll have all his information in the description. Um, but the reason why I brought him on is that we both went to UT, hook em horns. Hook em. Yeah, yeah, we both went to UT and we met there. Actually, I don't even really know how we met at UT, but do you remember? <laughs> I think it was on 6th Street. If I remember, oh, God. <laughs> oh, did I really meet you there? I, it was it was very like casual. It was nothing like like it wasn't the crazier side of Sixth Street. I think we literally just okay. were chatting. OK, well, I I wouldn't be surprised because I definitely had my my phase there for sure. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Uh, but yeah, so basically, As we all we did. We did, and I'm glad that I'm I'm past that now. And yeah, it's not it's not my mojo anymore. But you know, I had my fun while it while it lasted. But yeah, so we both went to UT together, and um, he also moved out to LA like I did. When did you move out to LA? About a year and a half ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but six so, months of that was the quarantine. So it it's been a year and a half, but it's been obviously a, a different experience than just moving normally to a new city. Right. And that's kind of what blows is that you're not really getting the full advantage of LA and everything it has to offer. Totally. 
How do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, I had a good, like the first eight months were normal, quote unquote. Um, so that was nice. I really got to experience what LA was like. And then obviously the rest of the time was locked down. Um, but it was kind of cool. I mean, we'll probably get into it more later, but personally, like it helped me work more on music and, and really just not have many distractions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I moved out to LA three years ago. I'm actually moving back to Dallas at the end of the month, which is very, very crazy. I know he has a sad face. If you can't watch <laughs> this video, he has a sad face. I, I still have a sad face. I had a moment today um, because I found this rooftop gym, like Equinox has a rooftop gym in, in Marina. And I was like so excited. And then like I closed my eyes at one point and I felt the weather and like the wind. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to soak up every moment I have here because I'm so sad to leave, but also I'm excited to be back in Texas, which is what we want to talk about today. Exactly. Um, perfect segue. Perfect. Perfect segue. Okay. So for those who don't know, Texas and LA are very, very different. And kind of what like probed this conversation is, uh, Drew and I last week, or was it, it was two weeks ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we were like, oh, let's meet up and get coffee because we hadn't seen each other in like over a year. And as we started talking, we were talking about, you know, Texas versus L.A. And I was like, wait, 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 stop. I was like, stop right there. Let's not talk any further. I was like, this is a podcast conversation. And it was hard because we kept wanting to dive deeper because there's so many different things we could talk about. And mm -hmm. so I was like, let's just stop and like dive into this on my podcast. So from your perspective, like what would you say you've noticed or you feel like is the biggest difference between Texas and LA? So many, but I'd say the biggest differences between Texas and LA is first of all, just the lifestyle, the pace. I think that trickles down into everyday life. So like the people, their attitudes, their personalities, and then just like, you know, a lot of the characters that you'll run into in this city versus Texas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. <laughs> Personalities are so different. Like for me, at least what I've experienced, and this is not everyone in LA. Like again, what, what I want to be, a, I want to be careful of is not making, is it like a general blank statement? Like I can't do that blanket statement of all of LA and everyone in LA is like this. Cause that would just be very wrong. And everyone mm -hmm. in Texas is like this, but what I have at least noticed in LA is that People obviously are a little bit more fake here. They're a little bit more superficial. They kind of, you know, have some have a goal in mind when they're talking to you or they're I mean, everyone's out here trying to chase a dream. Obviously, like I moved out here to be a full time influencer. You moved out here for music. And so it's not surprising. But I feel like if you're ever going to move out to L.A., if you're going to come out to L.A., just know that, you know, sometimes you can't really trust people's intentions, which kind of sucks. But that doesn't mean that there's not so good people here. I have met so many amazing people here. Totally. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of great people as well. And I think it's about a balance because um, it is fun to have, you know, these these relationships and friends that are in entertainment. But um, I think it's also about having real normal relationships that aren't based on anything career oriented or, or advancing yourself. Right, which is hard to find, I feel like. But also, I think there's a misconception, too, that people think, okay, because it's LA, everyone's just fake, everyone's the worst, everyone's, you know, out to get you. And that's actually not true, at least in my opinion. 
because there are actually a lot of uh, transplants here. Like it's rare when you meet an actual LA native <laughs> or local, yeah. like very, very rare. And so I think because that there's not a lot of LA natives, um, everyone kind of comes with their own different personalities and backgrounds. And so you can meet some really, really cool people. But I would say in comparison to Texas, um, no one's really in the music industry. No one's in, you know, modeling or acting or influencing. And so I feel like I almost don't have to question as much people's intentions. Like, do you feel that with Texas people? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really night and day. LA is the heart of entertainment. It's where everyone from across the country, the, across the world come to pursue their dreams. So it makes sense why you get that. But to that point, I think it's really great. All the creatives that are concentrated here, like you said, I think it, there are a lot of positives. There are a lot of creative people here. So that's definitely fun. But in Texas, you know, it's, it's a great lifestyle. It's great for families. It's great for community building. Um, so yeah. you, you get less of that in Texas for sure. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely get that less in Texas, but what I think is so great. And this is something I'm pretty sure we discussed was that we, we moved out to LA and it was like, finally, I found people that understand me because at least from what I've seen in Dallas and Austin is that not a lot of people could really understand where I was coming from mm -hmm. because most people work nine to fives. They're working insurance, they're working finance, marketing, whatever. And so I always kind of felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> and then I came to LA and I was like, oh my gosh, YouTubers, influencers, people that work in my field. It was like, all of a sudden I had people that could genuinely relate to me. And that was so refreshing. Totally. And this is actually where our conversation started a couple of weeks ago, because we both moved here for, you know, career purposes. And other than the great advantages for your career that are out here, just personally being able to express yourself and, you know, getting to do these creative projects that you may stand out from stand out with doing in Texas. Um, that's what's great about LA. So I love Texas. But for, you know, I have to agree where I'm at in my life right now and in my career, LA just is very open. It's very expressive. Um, and so you get to do things here that in Texas, you know, you may feel uncomfortable doing. That's so true. I, I feel like in Texas, uh, there's definitely more of a judgmental mindset. And again, I, I think that's changing and it's not everyone, but it's almost like, I don't know, like here, I feel like this is why I love LA. I feel like I can wear literally a trash bag. And someone could be like, that is fashion. Like, you go, girl, wear that trash bag. But then I feel mm -hmm. like in, in Dallas or something, they would be like, what is she wearing? Like, ew, mm -hmm. like, go back home, peasant. Like, I don't know. I feel like LA is just a little bit more accepting in the fact of, like, what you're doing and what you're wearing, what your career is like. You can meet a model and an actress and they're working a restaurant job and you're kind of like, yeah, cool, I get it. Like, Because everyone's doing that out here. But in Dallas, it's almost like if you're not, or in Texas, I guess, I feel like almost if you're not doing the nine to five route, or if you're not married, or you don't have a dog, or you don't want kids by the time you're 26, like you're you're the weirdo, like you're the outcast. And that's kind of totally. why I'm like happy I moved to LA because I was like, I don't like that's a that's a fine lifestyle if someone wants that. But for me, I was like, that's not the route that I want at this stage of my life. Totally. I mean, I can relate in in Texas. If I were to wear something to go grab coffee the way I would here, 
in LA, I wear whatever I want. I don't really think about it. I wear whatever feels comfortable. Yep. What you know, it feels like me. But in Texas, I I feel less comfortable doing that, and it's so weird, and it's like a shame to say, but it's just I think the flow of the city. LA, you see everything. You can see someone in a trash bag, like you said, or you can <laughs> see someone in yeah. workout clothes. You, it's just you can express yourself, and that's why I love LA. You know. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's funny because, I mean, even what you were saying, like, I feel weird dressing a certain way when I go back home. Like, whenever I pack my suitcase to go back to Texas, I always throw in very different pieces Mm -hmm. that I never wear here. (laughs) And then pieces that I only wear here, like, I never wear it there. Like, it's it sounds so petty, but... I almost feel weird even wearing Vans in Dallas because I'm like, mm-hmm. no one wears Vans. And it's that's so not true. But like, I feel like someone would be like, what is this girl wearing? Which And I hate that feeling. I'm like, we have got to change that. Totally. No, I have things that I leave in LA that I never bring to Texas because I know like I, I wouldn't wear it out. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. We got to we got to change that with Texas. <laughs> I know I'm definitely working towards shedding that and wearing, you know, whatever you want in whatever city you're in. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, random question. What was kind of like the biggest wake up call for you moving from Texas now then moving to LA? Like what was were what was something that was so shocking that you were like, "Whoa, I did not expect that." That there are a lot of great people, you know, cuz I think LA gets the reputation of everyone being fake and everyone being here for entertainment um, and everyone wanting to go out to scene nightclubs. But there are a lot of really great people out here. Um, so that, I think, was the biggest misconception because I think, you know, L.A. has that reputation. So it was, it was nice to to see that that wasn't fully true. I like that as well. I completely yeah. agree. I think my misconception was that, you know, especially me being a Christian and a believer, um, I came out to L.A. thinking – I'm never going to find a good church. I'm never going to find Christians. It's going to be impossible. Um, my faith is really going to suffer in LA. And it was the complete opposite. Like I have not seen my faith grow as much as it did in the last two years that like anywhere else than here. And I was just like, okay, whoa, like there are good churches. There are good people. Um, there are solid believers here. Like it's not just because everyone has this stigma around LA that it, like you were saying, like, it's fake in this. And like my parents like did not want me moving here because they were like, you're going to change and you're not going to actually, you're going to stop being a Christian. And I'm like, no, if anything, my faith got even stronger here. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really cool misconception to also bust that. I'm like, no, there are some really dope believers here. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. LA it's, I think, like you said, you had to become more in tune with your religion and more, you know, tapping into it and i feel like la really makes you have to figure out who you are and and really embrace it no matter what it is even if it's your religion to what you're wearing um you really are able to to dig deep into who you are yeah it's almost just kind of like a like a self uh reflection a self-growth and it's like once you find it then you like lock it down and then you're Mm -hmm. like okay this is who i am i'm confident in it and like I like that because you can you can feel that with LA where you're like, no, I'm confident in who I am and this is me, take it or leave it, which yeah, I think is you, pretty dope. Yeah, and you almost have to do that in LA because otherwise that's how you get lost, you know? Very true, very, very true. Okay, talk to me about dating in LA because I have <laughs> my thoughts 
And I want to hear yours from the from the male's perspective. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, the first eight months, like I said, were very different than the following 14 months. I think that's the right math. But, um, you know, the first bit of my time here was going out, going to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, very social, was having a lot of people over at our house, was dating a bit. Um, and, you know, I actually connect more with the girls in L.A., than I did in Texas. I think that's just a personal thing. Um, but, you know, I started like that. Then I went on to the apps during the pandemic because um, it was pretty locked up at home, obviously. But I realized the apps wasn't really for me. Um, I have since switched back to just trying to meet a girl through a friend or through um, more organically out somewhere. So, you know, I tried the apps. I think it's it's worked great for some people, but for me, I more so need a, a, a more raw organic experience. Mm, what about that you? That totally makes sense. Yeah. Dating apps are definitely not my preferred method. <laughs> I've definitely done it. I mean, I've lived out here for three years and I honestly, I came with the expectation, like I'm going to be single for the next three years when I live here. Even though like I did get into a relationship, I got into a nine month long relationship that I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to marry this person, but it didn't work mm -hmm. out, but we're fine now. But I was like, okay, so let me try the organic way. And like, I've been on dates with guys here, but I think always my problem is always in the back of my mind. I've always told myself, I'm like, I want a guy from Texas. Like I want to raise kids there. I want to be near my family. Like I want a guy that loves to watch football with me and like that likes to two-step. But then it's also weird because now that I like surf and I skateboard and I go outside a lot. I love that the guys here also can relate to that. And so like, I'll go surfing with my guy friends all the time. And I love that we can relate in that sense. And like, I just met this guy the other day and he was like, yeah, dude, like we should go surfing together. Like the way he talks, <laughs> it's, it's so LA. And it's funny. Cause I'm like, I can relate to that now, but when I go back to Texas, no one's going to be able to relate to me in that sense of mm -hmm. like missing surfing and doing all the adventures and the, the skateboarding. Cause like, no guys really do that in Texas. And so I will say like dating in LA is definitely harder because I don't feel like guys are as intentional, but then you can kind of swing to the opposite side in Dallas where the guys are too intentional and they freak you the F out where like they meet you and then they're like, I want to marry you. And you're like, <laughs> I literally don't even know your name, like back off. <laughs> and so it's, I feel like it's a hard balance because I, I think I, I like Dallas guys a little bit more, but then there's this part of me that's like, they just lack adventure. They lack spontaneity. They lack just being like a free person, but that's because they work the nine to five life. They're all in finance and that, and then LA guys, they're, they're actors, they're singers, they're whatever. And so they have more time on their hands to be like, let's go on a road trip. Let's go surf at eight, eight o'clock. I don't have a nine, nine o'clock job to go to. Like, so it's kind of hard, and I don't think one is better than the other. It just honestly is up to your preference. Yeah, no, it, I agree. It's definitely night and day. Um, I go through phases, you know, like if you have a good dating experience in L.A., suddenly that is the face of what dating in L.A. can be. But then if you have a bad experience um, or a bad date, then it's easy for that to become what you think of that city's dating. So it's tough. And, and yeah, L.A. is less – people are less intentional with – dating you know it's more fun yeah. the apps are very prevalent like everyone's using the apps yeah um i'm sure they are in texas too um i'm less in touch with how 
things are going there, but it's, it's different, very different. Yeah, it's very different coming from the Bible Belt because like I was in Texas this last week and I was talking to some guy friends and like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like two of them were like, oh yeah, like I'm marrying this girl. And like one of them had just met her a month ago and he was like, I'm planning on marrying her in May. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so quick. And he's like, well, you know when you know. And like for me, I'm just like, that's awesome. Like if you want to marry her, great. But it's so opposite of LA. Like I, I don't think I've ever heard a guy in LA meet a girl and like six months later, four months later, he's like, yeah, I'm marrying this girl. Cause they're very, they're, they're less intentional. And I think everyone kind of does come out here mainly to achieve, you know, things in their career or goals they have. And so I think dating is more just like a fun hobby versus like dating for marriage versus Texas is very like you date for marriage. Don't do that. Otherwise, at least that's what I see in the Bible belt. That's what I at least see in the church is like, you mm -hmm. don't, you don't just date for fun. Yeah. I mean, and to your last point, think about who is in LA. Like you said, it's made up of a lot of people that move here for a career. So, mm -hmm. you know, like myself, I'm very focused on my career right now. So that is, that's my priority. So dating, you know, it's fun. It happens here and there, but you just have to, you know, we have so little time that you have to prioritize what's your focus. And I think that could be at the core of why LA is like that. That's a very, very good point. And I completely agree. Cause I think, I think that's why I've been so content out here is because I am here for my career. And then also like, I don't know if you feel this way, but I have never been bored in LA. Never. There's never. always something to do. Right. So you, yeah, you feel the same way. I feel like in Dallas or wherever, like I can get a little bored cause I'm like, okay, now what do you do? But here I'm just like, oh, I can think of 30 billion different things to do, which is why I was like, fine being single here but i feel like when you go back to texas i mean i don't know if all your friends are married or whatever most of my friends are married they're having kids now and i'm like oh my gosh i am so behind but then also you you're out here and no one feels like they're behind because everyone's in the, the same walk of life yeah it's crazy how different the timelines are like for people our age in each city like you, like in texas i know people are getting married and and having kids already but here, that's not even on my radar. It's not even on a lot of people I know's radar. Um, there's so much to do in LA to what you were saying. I love Texas. It'll always be home. I think I may want to end up there long term. But for yeah. right now, where I'm at in my life, my age, my career, just personally, LA is where it's at. Uh, milk it while you can <laughs> and enjoy it for me. <laughs> you'll uh, always, no, you'll always be welcome here. You know, Thank I feel you. like- no, we, I'm I'm definitely coming back for sure. Like I'll probably be back at least like every other month or something. Like I, I can't stay away from LA. And I think a lot of people think like from what I've said that I, you know, like, I, I, don't, know if, I don't know if you've ever seen those videos, but people always make videos and they're like, why I'm leaving LA. And they just completely like dump on LA and like, sure. There's definitely things I don't like about it, but I have been so happy here. I don't regret anything. I don't regret moving here. Absolutely at all. One of the best decisions I made and so it's not like I'm leaving being like, LA sucks, because I really do like it. But I just know at this point in my life, because I'm about to be, be 27 next month, which is terrifying. <laughs> I just know that Texas long term more has those goals for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see that. I'd like to eventually, I think, raise a family in Texas. But LA, I mean, this Janine and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. It's just... 
I, like, for example, I have always known that I wanted to live in LA. Like as a kid, when I was getting started with music, um, even before I made music, I just knew, I don't know why, but something inside me always said LA is where I needed to be. Um, and the second I moved here, I love it. It's incredible. There are obviously some negatives. Every city has its negatives, but overall, it's a great place to to really go after your dream. And that in itself, I think is so cool because not many people get the opportunity to really pursue what it is they want to do. So to have a city full of people doing that is really inspiring. I completely agree. No, it's, it, it is an incredible city. Like don't let people make you jaded for this city. And, and of course I will say it is not for everybody. Like I've seen people move out here and they're like, this is too dang hard or I don't like this or um, they just miss their home or they miss their family or their career doesn't work out. And so I will say, at least in my opinion, I think you kind of have to be a little bit of a fighter to live here and a little bit self-sufficient because this city can eat you up alive if you're not surrounded by good people and you don't have a good mentality. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a hard worker, because I mean, I think some people might think like, oh, you move out and it's Hollywood and all these doors just start opening for you. And it's like, oh no, 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 no. Like you have to bend over backwards. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to connect and to introduce yourself and do things that are scary sometimes because no one is freaking handing you anything on a gold platter. Nobody. No one. No one's going to, you know, give you things. No one's going to set things up for you. You have to be 24-7. You know, you never know when an opportunity will come up. Um, And like we said, LA has so many fun activities to do that I think is such a huge temptation because there will always be a fun night out, a fun dinner, you know, fun activities. But I think what separates people that are here long term is being able to keep your head down, focus, work. You know, it's it's great to do some fun activities and find a balance, but there are a lot of distractions, a lot. So many. Honestly, that's always been my problem. Like when I first moved out here, my agent was like, you're going to have to really learn how to focus somehow. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And oh my gosh, I got so distracted. Like I still am to this day. (laughs) And so I really do believe that going back to Texas will be really good for me. Like getting my house, getting my little podcast studio, getting my office, getting more into a routine because there's way less distractions in Dallas, I feel like. Um, So I do think you're going to have to be very disciplined if you're ever going to move out here. Mm -hmm. Um, But next question for you that I want to ask is after you moved out here, did your friends and your family, like, did they notice a visible change in you? Were they like, wow, you've changed? Or you you didn't used to say that before. Like, what did they say anything like that? It's funny you ask that. I think my first couple visits back to Texas after moving to L.A., I would be like, oh, like, this coffee shop in L.A. is so great. Or, or I would just, you know, recap them of things that I do, yeah. which to me were very normal. I would just tell them about my life there. And somehow it turned into this running joke in my family that I was just like, so in love with LA and like everything in LA was better (laughs) and to them I think whenever I would be like yeah but the weather in LA like is way better like facts it it would just be so it got to a point where it was so difficult to talk to about LA without sounding like I was this pretentious LA person so I actually I had to drop it for a little bit I just would stop telling them and comparing things (laughs) because they I actually did the same thing. That's so funny that you said that because I I honestly still notice to this day, like when I go back, I'm like, well, in LA, we would have this or like the weather is the number one thing 
that I complain about, especially like if y'all don't know, Texas gets so unbelievably hot. It is humid. You're mm-hmm. dripping in sweat. Like I remember in college, and I'm sure you can relate, just walking from class to class, you would sit down and you would just reek. Like oh your shirt is soaking wet. Everyone smells. It's just like you all go to class being like, okay, we're all in this together. We all smell together. But it was just mm-hmm. miserable. Well, especially when you come back from the summer, like that first month in August, September, you walk across yeah. across campus with the backpack on your back. Oh, that's just, yep. it's like, the it's sp- like glued to your back glued. and you try to pull it off and it's like, oh, so <laughs> it's bad. like a suction cuff on your back. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. The Texas but, heat hits different. It's different. Oh, that's like, honestly, every time I think about spending my summers back in Texas, I, I honestly get a little angry inside. Like that's the one thing I already told myself. I'm like, I'm going to have to work on my anger and my complaining because I know I'm going to be annoying. Cause you're right. Like every time I go home to my family in the summertime or whenever they would send me their weather, they'd be like, Oh my gosh, it's 104 degrees today. I'd be like, sucker. Like it's 70 degrees here. I'm at the beach. Like, I mean, I just brag about it mm-hmm. and now I'm not gonna be able to do that. And so my family definitely would be like, okay, we get it. You live in LA, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started noticing that I would, I would definitely talk differently I also would hang out with a lot of different surfers and so I started saying like I'm so stoked or that's so rad or dude that is so sick Mm -hmm. or like things like that and like apparently I didn't even realize this but I call my home a spot I'm like oh yeah let's go back to my spot and (laughs) my sister was like is that I I just I've never heard it in Texas at least oh I haven't either And, and my sister was like since when did you start saying spot? She's like, you mean your home? And I was like, I guess. Like, it's so weird. I definitely have changed. But I mean, I feel like you are a byproduct of your surroundings. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's wrong that we change. But when you spend that much time, of course, you're going to change, you know? Yeah. And I didn't even notice. I had some friends visit me for New Year's, obviously, a year ago when there was a, the real new, normal New Year's. But um, I was there, by the way. Great oh, party. Yeah. Yes, Janine <laughs> came over to our New Year's party. So my friends came from Texas as well. And just like every time I would say anything to them, they would point out a word that just was like not ever said in LA, in Texas. Oh um, they would just point out a word that was never said in Texas. And it wasn't till I had visitors that I realized that my language was starting to change a bit. And even just the flow and like the speed of how I talked, I feel like mm-hmm. now I talk a little slower and I'll go home and my mom's like, what, why, like speed it up, like. <laughs> we'll like try to go out for breakfast and I'm like just moving at an LA leisurely pace. Yeah. Just it's No, that's so funny. One time my sister too, she um she was watching one of my YouTube videos to like keep up with me and she texted me and she always corrects me. She's my oldest sister and she was like, Janine, you are starting to drag out your words and you need to fix that right now. She's like, That sounds so uneducated. Like she made me feel like I was stupid. Cause I guess I was kind of like yeah okay guys welcome back and she was like you sound like an idiot she was like stop talking like that and so then I got so like over like analytical and paranoid about it that I was almost making sure I'm like hello I am Janine I am like this is my YouTube video like making sure that I didn't drag out my letters and so I got like over conscientious about it and I was like now I can't talk without having to like double check everything I'm saying but my sister was like you sound LA stop it and I was like oh gosh yeah that's why I always like to visit Texas you know at least every few months because it not that it resets me but it like 
but it does. It out. Yeah, but it does. It does. Yeah. Also, like the the kindness, like the people in Texas are just, I think, the nicest ever. Oh, you so know, nice. Like in Texas, you'll be at an intersection and cars will like they'll insist that you go. They're like, no, you yeah. go. No, you go. Whereas here you have to fight to get. Anywhere. Oh, and LA is like, you stupid B. Why'd you cut me off? And people are slamming their horns on each other. <laughs> uh-huh. Like when I go back to Texas and drive, I'll like honk at someone. And I realize like the ho- <laughs> everyone stares because no one honks there. Like people will look <laughs> at me like so I'm true. crazy if I just do a little honk. Whereas here you have to. Oh no, that's absolutely right. I didn't even think about that when we were first talking like about this that the driving is so different and oh my gosh like I feel like I truly became a psycho driver since living here because you have to be aggressive you have to deal with traffic you have to learn patience when you're sitting in traffic you have to be aggressive if you want to cut over get in the lane like I am a psycho driver now and my friends have called me out on it and they've been like are you good (laughs) but in Texas everyone's just like they're just doing their thing they're chilling like Mm -hmm. no one's angry that's something I don't even think about yeah no, that's something I always laugh because when I go home, I just I'm still driving like I'm in L.A. I'm, swor- you know, cutting people yep. off honking and I realized I need to adjust whenever I'm back home. So that'll be yeah. for you when you go back. Oh, that'll, no, that'll be a transition. Yeah, that's going to be hard. That's definitely going to be hard. OK, I want to start closing this out. But the last thing that I wanted to bring up that we actually started talking about um, and this is when I was really like, OK, we need to stop talking because I want to save this for the podcast. But we had kind of slightly started talking about how we had a really negative mindset towards Texas, where we were just basically saying that we felt like we were better for leaving Texas and Texas people are so boring and they just want to get married and they don't do anything with their lives. And like, we almost kind of got, like we were saying this, like pretentious mindset since we left and whatever. And then I guess like expand more on that, on like how you thought and then how you changed. And then I'll expand on mine as well. For sure. Yeah, I think, you know, it goes back to my whole childhood and wanting to be in entertainment and music. I always felt like, like Janine said, a sore thumb, like I always felt different. Um, so I knew I had to get out of Texas to really pursue what it is I wanted to do. So I think I developed this negative perspective of, Texas of the people of the culture, you know, of of the whole life there, because I didn't fully fit in there. And for the last couple years, I've been trying to adjust how I view Texas, because I love it. All my family's there, a lot of friends, it's great place. I love it. But I've been trying to view it more so as, you know, I more so just didn't fit in there. It's a great place. But rather than looking at the people there as negatively, it's more so that you know, it didn't allow me to fully express myself and and pursue my career. I think that's kind of what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. And I I think I was kind of the same way. Like, I just kind of felt like, um, you know, no one leaves Texas and everyone's just boring here and all they want to do is get married. And I don't know why I felt like I was, you know, better than people. And I, I really hate that. And I definitely think I had to be humbled. And it's still a continual thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope I don't go back to Texas. And all I do is talk about like, well, when I lived in LA and then they're like, okay, we don't freaking care, you know, but I definitely think I remember, I would probably say a year or a half ago, um, I was like, I will never move back to Dallas. I can't do it. You know, everyone just sits in their bubble and they're just in their little Bible belt and everyone's just judgmental there. And I just had a really negative mindset towards Texas where I was just like, I don't know if I ever want to move back. 
And then just something switched where I I started going back and something switched when I was like, no, this place isn't bad. It is good. There are good people here. Their lifestyle is different, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because it's different than mine or different than people in LA doesn't mean that it's wrong or that they're, you know, not doing anything good with their lives. Like everyone's called to something different and that's what they want to do. And so I, I changed my perspective for sure. Where I was like, no, Texas is a great state. I'm excited to go back. And like, I'm a forever, like Texas forever kind of gal. Like I will always live through that. And, um, you know, I'm proud to go to UT and everything. And I really do believe Texas is an amazing state, but also so is LA. I wouldn't say one is better than the other. It just depends on what you're looking for and what you want in your life. But I'm really glad I don't have that mindset anymore because I mean, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Like LA has its great things and so does Texas. And it's not like one is like better than the other, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think I similarly, I used to view people that stay in Texas forever in a negative light. Um, And I would say things, you know, like they're not exploring, they're not chasing their dreams, but it took me some time to realize that that wasn't, you know, the healthiest way to look at it. They have a different purpose. They have a different career life route, you know, they have different goals. So just because it's different doesn't mean it's lesser. Um, Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 And I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, but when I was home for part of quarantine, I was home for a few months and that's when I had that bigger realization. I realized how great Texas is, you know, like I Mm -hmm. grew up there. I, I got, you know, it felt very nostalgic and, I realized why I love it. Um, and to, to jump back uh, to the earlier point, I did an interview about a couple of years ago about a song that I wrote called Cookie Cutter. And it's basically about, you know, what it sounds like. I was singing about this cookie cutter lifestyle and, you know, people, <laughs> people just that like just dumping on all your Texas friends. <laughs> it, it was yeah, Looking back, it was just so rude to like everyone I know. <laughs> And, you know, a lot of the interviews, when they asked what it was about, I would say, you know, everyone just goes to college, then moves home, works these nine to five, has kids repeat. And I, I offended a lot of my good friends by talking like that. And and I realized that I needed to, you know, it, that message is valid. And it it is why I felt the way I did, you know, I I didn't fit into that. But I am really happy that I no longer view it so negatively because it shouldn't be um it's just different right 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 that's so funny though i'm sure i've offended my friends as well and didn't even know it so if you're listening to this <laughs> as our texas friends we're so sorry Very we're sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is our public apology but we hope you guys will forgive us anyway okay well that i think concludes it unless you have anything else you want to add I think Texas that's forever. it. Yeah, te- I'll just I'll repeat what Janine said. Sorry to everyone in Texas. Love you. We'll always love Texas. Much we'll maybe love. be back there one day. Um, but yeah, LA's is where I'm at right now these days. Janine, I think is is ready to make the move back. But you know, whatever floats your boat, wherever you're at in your life, I I think that's great for anyone listening. Yeah, exactly. Texas forever. Hook 'em horns. <laughs> Hook 'em. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Again, you guys can check out um, his links down below. It'll be in the description of this podcast. Check out his new single, Six Feet Apart. Love that. And yeah, I'm stoked to have you on here. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much, Janine. Happy to be here. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys. (laughs) 